1: South End, South Tryon at Tremont Avenue, to the east on Lawyers Road, just west of Lebanon Road and Margaret Wallace Road at Idlewild Road. This report is sponsored by Publix Supermarkets and book your flu shot at Publix Pharmacy online. Most insurance plans cover it at no cost. Visit Publix.com slash flu to make an appointment or head to your local Publix Pharmacy for details. Restrictions apply. Boomer Vine Cannon, WBT Traffic.
2: Two Atlanta area sheriff's deputies were shot and killed last night.
3: My two deputies were ambushed this evening and killed. The two suspects now
4: that we believe are the perpetrators of this crime are currently in custody and being held to Cobb County Police Department now for questioning.
2: Cobb County Sheriff Craig Owens saying a lengthy standoff followed with the suspects ultimately surrendering. In the case of a man convicted of killing a sheriff in Alabama, attorneys for a death row inmate are asking the Alabama Supreme Court to grant him a new trial.
5: 49-year-old TeForest Johnson was convicted in 1998 in the murder of Jefferson County Sheriff's Deputy William Hardy. Johnson's first trial ended with a hung jury. A co-defendant in the case was acquitted. Johnson's attorneys are asking the Alabama High Court to review a lower court's decision denying a new trial request. Former judges and prosecutors have also joined in calls to re-examine Johnson's conviction and death sentence that rested on the testimony of a single witness who was paid a reward for that testimony that Johnson's attorneys say was at odds with the physical evidence in the case. Jeff Manasso, Fox News.
2: President Biden attending the groundbreaking for a future Intel microchip factory in Ohio near Columbus today. The president pushing back on critics who are concerned companies will mismanage investments from the CHIPS Act.
1: We're going to make sure... The Companies that take taxpayers' dollars don't turn around and make investments in China to undermine our supply chain and national security. The Chips
2: Act sets aside billions of dollars in subsidies to build a manufacturing facilities and expand domestic production for semiconductor chips. The Commerce Secretary claims they will be closing monitoring. They will be closely rather monitoring how companies utilize this money from taxpayers. Now it's time for your WBT weather forecast from the trained heating and cooling weather center. A bit of a tropical
1: feel the weather patterns in the Carolinas this weekend with east winds off the Atlantic and rich moisture up from the Gulf. And it all comes right over Charlotte this weekend with some one-inch rains tomorrow. 67 tonight with a mostly cloudy sky, increasing east winds and shower chances going up after midnight. One-inch rain Saturday, 75 degrees with east breezy winds, and then scattered thunderstorms Sunday and Monday with low to mid-80s. I'm Scott Laurie. More at the Weather Channel News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT.
2: Right now it's 81 in Rock Hill, 79 in Gastonia, and 81 in Charlotte.
5: Thank hey. you. When you need a heavy-duty truck for business or towing, you might consider Ford or Ram. But when it comes to the best choice, there's only one. The all-new Silverado HD. Chevy's new redesigned Silverado HD is the strongest truck ever. It offers more capabilities, more flexibility, and smarter engineering to get the job done right, be it for business, fleet, or personal use. Silverado HD has what you need and what you want. Five different Silverado HD truck models, you decide which is right for you inventory is in high demand but more trucks are coming in every day reserve the Silverado you want and order your truck today Chevy's been selling trucks for more than a century and your Carolina Chevy dealer is where it all starts go see the latest Chevy lineup and visit Carolina Chevy your Carolina Chevy dealer is ready to help you get your own Silverado HD today
2: your WBT Money Watch brought to you by TR Lawing Realty. For over 60 years, TR Lawing has managed residential rentals for individual owners, and they can do the same for you. Visit trlawing.com today. Wall Street closed today in the green, in the Dow up 377, S&P up 61, NASDAQ up 250. Now it's time for the latest with WBT Sports. Here's Sharon Thorsland. The
0: Panthers' season opener is just two days away. They'll take on the Browns at Bank of America Stadium on Sunday. Receiver Richard Hollywood-Higgins says he's ready to score a touchdown on his former team and roll out the red carpet. Oh, absolutely. And I expect Baker to do the same thing. All the players come to the side. Man, we we, we lighten it up. Coach wants us to have fun, and that's what, that's what it's about. You know, when we get to the end zone, we, we're supposed to have fun. So carpet coming out. The Panthers have a pretty clean injury report headed into the game with just linebacker Brandon Smith questionable with a thigh injury. The Browns though have lost cornerback Greedy Williams to a hamstring injury he was placed on IR today. The Titans are giving safety Amani Hooker a three-year contract extension worth 33 million bucks. The pitch clock is coming to Major League Baseball. The league's competition committee has voted to implement a pitching clock and ban defensive shifts starting in 2023. The Braves open a three-game set against the Mariners and star Ricky Julio Rodriguez tonight at 940. Charlie Morton will be on the mound for the Braves. The Knights are at home tonight against Nashville with fireworks after the game. The Charlotte Football Club in action tomorrow, taking on New York at Bank of America Stadium. The match starts at 1 o'clock over on WFNZ. I'm Sharon Thorsland, WBT Sports.
2: At WBT, we lead local. I'm Anna Erickson. WBT News.
3: Charlotte at 6. Thank you, Anna. Charlotte at 6. I'm Mark Garrison. Top stories on a Friday here on WBT. And we start tonight with two stories I think you'll like. Two medical breakthroughs right here in North Carolina. Both of them involving heart transplants. One in Charlotte, the other in Durham. And we'll start in Durham at Duke Hospital. A tiny newborn was the first person ever to receive A partial heart transplant. Have you ever heard of that? This is a remarkable story of a child who was not going to survive. But his parents trusted surgeons at Duke who wanted to try something new. The happy sound of an unborn baby's heartbeat. But for Taylor and Nick Monroe of Leland, North Carolina, their first ultrasound brought heart-stopping news. Their son was found to have a heart defect.
6: And I just remember getting in, in the truck after that ultrasound. I think we just cried. It's not something you want to hear, one of the rarest of the rare heart diseases.
3: Their son, Owen, would be born with heart failure from the beginning, a condition known as truncus arteriosus. It's where the two main arteries of the heart are fused together. They don't work. To survive, the little boy would need a transplant when he was born and in a hurry. But no matching heart was available, and with every day that went by after Owen was born, his mother Taylor said it looked as though he would not survive.
6: We had the conversation of, I hope we don't have to plan a funeral in a few weeks. Um, Thankfully, it didn't take that turn. Well, it did not
3: take that turn because surgeons at Duke decided to try something new. There was a heart available for Owen, but it was not suitable for a full transplant. However, the valves and the arteries on that heart were in good working order. Dr. Joseph Tarek.
6: We're not taking that organ away from another infant who would have been able to use the whole heart, but we are able to use the parts of the heart that were functioning well for what we needed it for.
3: So in an eight hour operation, when Owen Monroe was 17 days old, surgeons took living arteries and valves from that donated heart, arteries smaller than your pinky, and attached them to Owen's heart. And it worked.
6: It's just, it's really, truly amazing that we could be a small part of potentially changing history. It's not something that's easily comprehensible. (laughs) Um, We're just a mom and dad who wanted to have a
0: baby. (laughs) And here we are.
3: Here they are, part of a remarkable medical first. And the good news is those transplanted arteries and valves will grow as little Owen grows because they're living tissue. In the past, some infants have received artificial valves, but they didn't grow with the child. That meant more surgeries. Dr. Michael Carboni says this new procedure has changed all of that.
6: Babies and children grow, and when their valves need to be replaced or their arteries need to be replaced, We need those arteries and valves to grow along with them. This technique, this partial heart transplant, I think it it would be a very regular operation down the road. As for Owen
3: Monroe, he is now five months old.
6: He's doing phenomenal. Um, If you just met him on the street, you would have no idea any of this went down. He's hitting all developmental milestones.
3: Owen is home now. Someday his mom, Taylor, says she looks forward to telling him the story that he was a history making baby. But for now, there's just so much joy in little things.
6: He's starting to roll over. Um, he's had his first taste of rice cereal, solids, mm-hmm. very exciting. He's just, he's doing really, really well. It, it's kind of wild, the whole thing.
3: Yeah, it is. The Little Owen is still on drugs that prevent the body from rejecting those transplanted arteries, but they're hoping they can wean him from that pretty soon. Now at 9 after, the other heart transplant breakthrough, this one from here in Charlotte. Doctors now have a new way to keep a donated heart alive longer than ever before. And that is a big deal.
6: In 2022, heart transplantation is still the definitive treatment for end-stage heart failure. And historically, in the United States, there's around 3,000 transplants a year, but much higher demand.
4: Dr. Joseph Mishkin, Advanced Heart Failure Transplant Cardiologist, Sanger Heart and Vascular Institute. So people were depending on heart transplants to save lives. But there were some issues in this. First, you had to get the donated heart. And then you have to get the donated heart to the person that's going to receive that heart.
6: placed in cold storage and transported that way. Typically a four hour window from when you stop blood flow to the heart until you want to restore blood flow to the heart. That in many ways limited the distance one could go to harvest a heart, typically in the range of 500 miles.
4: Dr. Eric Skipper, cardiothoracic heart transplant surgeon. That's how the hearts were kept and transported before, but there was a severe time limit Now, a new device makes it possible to keep this heart alive longer so it can be transported
6: farther. Heart is retrieved, harvested in the same manner, but then typically within about 30 minutes from when blood flow stops to the heart is placed on this device. This device pumps blood to the heart, retrieves blood that is exiting the heart. And you can extend your donor range from 500 miles to roughly 1,000 miles. You can also use patients who traditionally would not have been candidates for organ donation and, and thus, you know, benefit a lot more people.
3: Wow, Joe Gillespie joins me now after covering that today. You know, I never considered that a heart on ice couldn't travel very far, but now circulating blood through it. I looked up pictures of the device. It's almost like kind of a horror movie. The, the heart is beating, the blood is circulating. But that's a game changer, isn't it?
4: It certainly is. It's called Transmedics Organ Care Systems. I, I found it fascinating, and I'm certainly not a scientific kind of guy, but I now want to know more about the whole The whole process, because what strikes me in all of this, there has to be some amazing communication going on Mm -hmm. between hospitals and, 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 and all around, okay? And there's something called the organ procurement organizations. Right. And so they would be near where a donation would happen. They would have devices, but then groups would come when they hook up, and figure out who could possibly get this organ, then groups would come in from that hospital and make the transfer and then take it back. And it's just this is just giving them twice as much time, and they can go twice as far. And because of this, there have been more transplants even this year at Atrium, right? Absolutely. They say they may double the amount. Nationally, 3,300 people waiting on a list for a heart transplant. 95 of those waiting in North Carolina. Wow. And they're very excited about this. And they talked about the recovery from some of this, which I found amazing, about a patient that maybe a week later was getting out of the hospital. So in other words, because they
3: kept that heart alive before the transplant with blood going through it, it was better for the patient.
4: That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And I guess they can do this now for uh, some other organs, too, that they're transplanting. But uh, this is really going to help everybody because it gives they can go farther to get a heart. They can keep it going. And uh, I'm going to have to uh, Google. I didn't know <laughs> if I was ready to see those pictures that you went to see. <laughs> Actually, they're pretty cool. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And, and, and we're, we're very lucky that they're tuned into it here. Yeah, Absolutely. Joe, thanks so much. Thank you. Joe Gillespie joining us
3: live. So two big stories about heart transplants, both out of North Carolina this week. And here's a guy with heart. He's trying to get you home. <laughs> He's sympathetic to all that traffic you're sitting <laughs> in. Yes. Yeah. It's Friday. How's it looking out there?
1: Uh, a bit better on 85 northbound. It's been a big problem near exit 17 for the last couple of hours. But that's now beginning to clear. It's just now dealing with the residual effects. 85 northbound, exit 17, U.S. 321. North Charlotte have a collision Pavilion Boulevard near Harris-Houston Road. And on J.W. Clay at W.T. Harris. To the east on Margaret Wallace Road at Idlewild. Watch for an incident at Lawyers Road west of Lebanon Road. Road, and to the south, South Boulevard's southbound lanes are shut down at Sharon Lakes. Inbound's open, but outbound is closed. Go with Hebron Street and Arrowwood Road as your alternate. This report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Dell's semi-annual sale event has arrived. You can stay big on PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call 877-ASK-DELL.